I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. You're probably uh, really shocked that I'm doing a podcast because I haven't done one since uh, the beginning of the month. That was the uh, uh, duo podcast I did with Justin Salvato, and I've been uh, somewhat silent since then. And you know what? I heard the rumors. I heard the rumors that I had died or that I had been kidnapped or that Justin Salvato and I were having a power struggle to, you know, really assume control over boxing for free. It wasn't like that. There, There is no power struggle that we are letting you know of. And, you know, I am not dead. Let me just check the pul- Yeah, No, I am not dead. So, uh, uh, no, what happened was, uh, we recorded that, uh, duo podcast between the two of us, um, I think actually the week before, and the, uh, previous, or, or the following Saturday, or, sorry, maybe I should be clear. the Saturday before Mayweather Maidana, uh, I was occupied at the Calgary Expo. That is our uh, our equivalent to Comic-Con here in Canada. I don't know why we don't call it the, the Calgary Comic-Con, but whatever. It's the second biggest comic book convention in the country. And I decided to go. Met a lot of, uh, well, a lot of uh, creative people there. I met the guy who co-created Ninja Turtles. He gave me some advice about writing. It was very cool. Also met some people who... Just strange. Well, I collected all 300 letters we wrote under assumed names to Paramount to make a Captain Sulu show. All we need now is the 99 bucks postage, and we'll show them Trek fans mean business. You see what I mean. But one thing I actually did not expect to see at the uh, at this convention, but I did. Somebody was wearing one of Floyd Mayweather's TBE hats. I just went up to him and I said, Hey, uh, do you mind if I actually take a picture of that just because... You're the only person I've seen outside of a Showtime special wearing one of those hats. He had no problem. But uh, after that, I had been looking for a new place to live because my lease is up in the apartment where I'm living now. And the search did not go well, unfortunately. It, it or, I mean, don't worry about me. Uh, I found a place to live now. Um... Yeah, it was not easy going. I was getting very frustrated and depressed. In fact, early on, I was so upset and, you know, feeling down, I almost didn't go to Mayweather Maidana. So take that into consideration. Me, Andrew Schweitzer, a guy who will book time off of work to go watch the major pay-per-views, almost didn't want to go to a major pay-per-view, even though he didn't have to work that night. Your 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 minds have probably already kind of imploded at the thought of that. It's like, oh my god, things must have been bad for Andrew. I mean, he'd never miss a pay-per-view. Never, never, never. But, uh, yeah, I, I was not in a good mood uh, that day. Especially because it was snowing. Yeah, all you global warming people, you know, talking about how the Earth's getting hotter, shut up. Come to Calgary in the beginning of May and find that it is snowing. And don't think, oh, it's just a little sprinkle of snow and it just looks like dandruff. No, this was not dandruff. It was not icing sugar from heaven. This was a blizzard. Not the cool kind either, because unfortunately, if the buses aren't running, 
guess what? My work doesn't care because I still have to be there. So, uh, I'm obviously getting quite ranty, and I apologize for that, but, um, and I, I don't want a bunch of global warming psychotics to be emailing me because I don't have a stance on this. I just like to offend whoever I can in a comical manner and then see how they'll react. So please don't, you know, call for my assassination. Don't send me, you know, Al Gore's book, whatever it was called, Inconvenient Truth, or that was a movie. I don't know. Who cares? Let's just actually talk about some boxing news because the truth is, found a place to live. Everything's going to go back to normal, reasonably, and yeah. Uh, well, there is some, some, some somewhat bad news, but I'll get to that later. Let's get to the news. Former light heavyweight champion of the world, Matthew Saad Muhammad, passed away this past Sunday at the age of 59. Muhammad won the light heavyweight championship of the world in 1980 and defended it until 1981 when he lost it to Dwight Muhammad Kwai. Uh, Muhammad had uh, this reputation of being one of the great action fighters of all time. Uh, the past few days, I've been watching a lot of his fights, and they've just been incredible. I, I don't think I've found one where, win or lose, that I could say, oh, that was kind of boring. No, it was uh, a lot of fun. He was kind of like a supersized Arturo Gatti in the way. He never really had a bad Arturo Gatti fight, and I can't say I've seen so far a bad Matthew Saad Muhammad fight. Uh, Muhammad's... Uh, final record was 49 wins, 16 losses, 3 draws, with uh, 35 wins coming by way of knockout. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, he was homeless for a long time after his career had ended. And th this is, it's kind of sad that this happens to a lot of boxers, but, you know, in, uh, 1998, he became a member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame, and the dude's homeless. It, I know, I, I, I will sometimes criticize boxers for uh, their lavish spending ways because you should know that this money is not always going to last, and a lot of these boxers don't come from, uh, you know, upper class families. They, they come from lower middle class. And so they get this money, and they expect it to last forever, but unfortunately it doesn't. And it, it, it's just too bad that something like that has to happen to a great fighter like Matthew Saad Muhammad. Floyd Mayweather, a so-called master at self-promotion, did a terrible, terrible job promoting his fight against rapper T.I. this past Saturday at Fat Burger in Las Vegas. Not the grandest of venues, mind you, but, I mean, on such short notice, I'm sure that it was the best he could do. Uh, I, I'm sure you saw the terrible, terrible quality video that TMZ had on their website. I'm sure you read Floyd's explanation. It's all about, oh, you've been sleeping with my wife. No, I haven't been sleeping with your wife. It just sounds like one giant... Uh, it sounds like a traveling version of the Jerry Springer show, minus Jerry Springer. Th that's all it is. And I have to ask, what is it with these 
with these rappers who think they can fight and and uh, uh, fighters who think they can rap because T.I. thinks that he can beat up Floyd Mayweather. Good luck, especially with all that security he keeps around him. Those are big dudes, and I don't think it's all fat underneath those big sizes. I mean, I don't know. I don't exactly go around poking fat people in the stomachs like they're the Pillsbury Doughboy and saying, Oh, no, I could take you. No, I, I don't do that. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not going to do it to Floyd Mayweather's guys. And th then, you know, the uh, opposite end of the spectrum, you have guys like Adrian Broner. Good fighter, but I haven't heard anybody say, Hey, that was a good song you just did. I mean, we all know he did that rap tour last summer with so-called hip-hop royalty like Soldier Boy. No, Soldier Boy is not hip-hop royalty. Stop deluding yourself and stop giving Soldier Boy a glimmer of hope that his career can be resurrected. I'm kind of ranty today in today's podcast. I don't know why, but uh, uh, it, it's a ridiculous story that does not deserve the attention that it's been given. What I want to know is, what the hell happened to those two people who claimed that Floyd Mayweather tried to have them killed for apparently stealing his jewelry? They, they were showing the x-rays of the guys on TMZ, and then suddenly... Nothing. Nothing after that. So, were they lying? Did they not bring charges forward? Did Floyd pay them off some hush money? You never know. But at the same time... Why isn't anybody getting on that and saying, okay, well, just a follow-up, what the hell happened here? Moving on. Adonis Stevenson had a somewhat more difficult challenge in front of him in the case of Andres Fonfara this past Saturday in Montreal. Uh, a lot of people were expecting Stevenson to pretty much be the same as he has for the, the past year. Go in knock the guy out, short work, easy money. But Fonfara was a bit different. He was down uh, in the first round. Uh, he, it looked like he had landed a good uh, shot to Stevenson, then Stevenson came back with a 1-2 that dropped Fonfara. Uh, he also dropped him with a body shot in the fifth round, but after a while it seemed that Stevenson was getting a bit tired. I've uh, read reports that he had injured his right hand, but uh, he did he did look like uh, just a bit winded. And uh, Stevenson himself was dropped in the ninth round. And I've seen so many uh, reports from newspapers, you know, American and even Canadian ones, saying that this was the first time Stevenson's been dropped in his career. No, he hasn't. I, I have not seen the whole first fight with uh, Darnell Boone, but uh, his first fight with Darnell Boone, he got dropped. I mean, I know it may seem like a, just a little bit of a nitpick, but come on, if you're going to say that this was the first, you know, knockdown of his career, you should at least get it right. I mean, know what you're talking about. But uh, Stevenson was able to dig deep. Uh, he won... A, uh, he won a decision over Fonfara. First time in seven years that Adonis Stevenson went the distance with somebody. And of course, uh, the person probably most happy about this is Bernard Hopkins. Uh, that fight's obviously going to be made, chances are, for some time later this year. And 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like Stevenson. I'll, I'll be rooting for him, but at the same time, it's very hard to discount Bernard Hopkins, especially after his last fight against Shumenov, where he just looked uh, incredible. I'm not going to make any predictions for a fight that's not even signed or uh, announced yet. So don't don't look to me asking, oh, Andrew, what's your prediction? I don't have one yet because I don't need to have one. Moving on. This upcoming Saturday is the premiere of Martinez Cotto 24-7 or Cotto Martinez 24-7. I, I don't know. Chances are it's Martinez Cotto because Cotto's insisting that he go last for everything in this fight. So, uh... Yeah. If you have not seen the face-off for that fight, you know, Max Kellerman always does the face-off between two fighters. Watch that one because it is the best one that they have done in years. No, you can tell that Cotto and Martinez do not like each other. You can tell that Martinez is incredibly pissed off about Cotto's demands about going into the ring second and being announced second even though Martinez is the champion and Cotto trying to, you know, you can tell that Cotto is trying to keep it cool. He's like, you know, this is a part of the uh, tradition. It is the A side and the B side. And I apologize if I've offended you with my terrible Miguel Cotto impression. I can assure you the impression will get better. I just need to cry a lot. And then you'll be like, oh my gosh! Like, close your eyes and wow! Andrew becomes Miguel Cotto. I, I can't cry right now because I just can't. Uh, <laughs> but Martinez gets in some really good lines that you can tell that they are just gained under Cotto's skin. like, And that Cotto really wants to just start beating the crap out of Martinez right there. It's awesome. And then Martinez... He, oh, I don't think anybody's ever done this. He just kind of puts his hand on Kellerman's shoulder and says, Who do you think's going to win? And Kellerman... Like, he just gets this deer in the headlights look on his face and you know he's trying to oh I can't do that I've, I've got to stay neutral and, and Martinez is like oh no it's okay go on you can you can say it Kellerman looks like he's about to crap his pants no no no, no. Uh, hang on uh, let, let me see if I can get the audio for this and maybe you'll hear what I heard Se apuesta con la cabeza, no con el corazón. ¿Con quién, ¿Por quién apostarías? I can't reveal that, Sergio. <laughs> sí que puede. No hard feelings. Go ahead. I'm not kidding. No, pro no hay problema. No hay problema. Did you hear it? You know, chances are you didn't, so I'm, I'm going to have to amplify the background noise. L let let's try this again. No hard feelings. Go ahead. I'm not kidding. No problem. No problem. No problem. Yeah, I actually like that. Uh, Kellerman was kind of put on the spot there, and uh, he definitely seemed out of his element. But to be fair, who really wouldn't be? You've got Sergio Martinez and Miguel Cotto in front of you. Each one's wanting to know, okay, who are you betting on? I mean, granted, I wouldn't fart like that, but I, I mean, who knows? Maybe I would be louder. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, uh, this is promising to be a great fight. I am going to try to cover the 24-7 series as best I can. But here comes the bad news that I was alluding to at the beginning of the podcast. I will not be watching the fight when it unfolds June 7th. Unfortunately, I have taken a lot of time off from work to cover fights. I'm taking time off from work this week, actually, to, you know, take care of this moving process. So, unfortunately, I need to make money because I like money and I need it to survive. So, unfortunately, I will not be able to attend the fight live. Sucks, but, uh... Life, if nothing else, is bittersweet. But I will give you my prediction at the appropriate time. Until then, uh, you're going to have to wait until the next podcast. And don't worry, you won't have to wait three or four weeks for the next podcast. It'll be coming sometime next week. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us at www.boxingforfree.com. Twitter.com slash boxing for free. Be like Eris Lara, Robert the Ghost Guerrero, Adonis Stevenson, and hundreds of others. Follow us on Twitter. You won't regret it. Go to YouTube.com slash boxing for free and Facebook.com slash boxing for free page. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Zoom, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, please give us feedback and a rating to let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time.